Welcome to the Inner Word Minute, the place where aspiring entrepreneurs come to learn about ways to turn their passions into paychecks. Now, I'm Marvelyn Brown, blogger and founder of Inner Word Business Services, and I'm your host. In this weekly podcast, we'll discuss the infinite number of opportunities to work from any location. You'll learn to reach your goals without spam, without cold calls or hotel meetings, and without practically begging your friends and family to buy from you. Hello, this is Marvelyn Brown, your host of the Inner Word Minute. Thank you so much for stopping by and uh, hanging out with us. Today, I am actually going to um, talk about offers because your offer is where everything begins. That is where, you know, if you don't get your offers right, um, you know, no one is going to be clicking, no one is going to be engaged, and you're not going to be able to reach the people that you need to reach. So we're going to talk about that today, and I'm going to give you a very simple formula that you can use to grab the attention of your ideal clients, your ideal customers, and actually draw them in when they're looking on social media or when they're reading your blog posts or when they're looking at your ads. Even, you know, when you're not spending time with your titles, your headlines, all of those, believe it or not, as simple as they are, those are the things that feed into the bigger picture. So we're gonna talk about that today. Um, and then we are also going to um, look at, you know, some of the things that you might be doing that might be sabotaging your ability to, um, to generate traffic. So let's go ahead and get started. Now I have, on my blog, I have put all of the um, information for this podcast. So you'll be able to get the show notes, you'll be able to get uh, the free download that I'm offering with this podcast. I'm thinking that I'm probably gonna do a video on this um, subject as well, because this is the holiday season. This is when you really need to have your marketing on point. This is when you can really, you know, boost your sales and boost your ability to earn and set the tone for the coming year. So I wanna make sure that you know we cover offers because they are so very important. And the funny thing is they're really, you know, they're right up there with your products and services, but you know, if we don't pay attention to our offers and the way we present them, no one will ever know how great your products and services are, how great your company is, how great you are at helping people, you know, do whatever it is that you help them do. So let's um, take a look at um, at offers today. So the first thing I'm going to do is introduce the changeover formula. Now I call it the changeover formula because it helps you go from you know when you are crafting offers as a new person, as a new business owner a lot of times you are focused on your products. You're looking at your products and your services and you are maybe even, you know, directing people to your company supplied website 
or your Shopify store or whatever, you know, platform that you're using, you're directing people there because you want them to make a purchase. The goal is when you start your online business um, is that you want to make money and you want to make it as quickly as possible. But the thing that we normally do, you know, the thing that most um, new business owners do until they have this light bulb moment, you know, whether someone tells them or they, they kind of learn it on their own, is that you have to focus. You have to take your focus off your products and you have to put the focus or put the um, attention on your offers. I would say that your the way that you structure your offers, your titles and your headlines are going to be the things that are really going to help you get your business off the ground when you're starting out. Setting your offers up in a way that will just literally jump off the page, you know, at your ideal clients um, takes practice. So the first time you do it, it may seem kind of weird, but then as you do it, as you have more practice, you're going to get better and better and better at crafting your offers. Once you have those offers down pat and you have them um, structured in a way that gets the attention of your ideal clients, then, you know, those are the people that you really want to reach. And if you've listened, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that everyone is not your customer. Everyone is not your client. So you have to craft your offers in a way that reaches the right people at the right time in the right place. So we're going to talk about, you know, we're going to focus in on um, the offer today. So the first thing that we want to do when we're talking about the changeover formula, this is really going to, you know, take you from novice to professional. And it might, you know, take you a minute, you know, depending on how many offers. And hopefully you're you're crafting lots of offers during this holiday season. And you'll be able to test out a lot of your offers to see which ones, um, you know, will uh, sell more or, you know, perform better. But the thing that you want to do is you want to start crafting your offers in a way that speaks to your ideal clients. So um, this is a six step process. And once you have this process down pat, you are going to be able to see a difference in your click through rate and your engagement, as well as the traffic you receive from Google and some of the other uh, search engines. So the first step is determining who your offer is for. Who is your ideal client? That's really where everything starts with your business. It's not about your product. It's not about your service. It's not about your company. It's about your ideal client. And that's really, that was a game changer for me as well. Once I realized who my ideal client was, and figured out where I could find that person, where they hung out on social media, uh, what groups they were a part of, you know, and just finding places online where I could post my uh, content, where it would be seen by those ideal clients 
that was really when I started to see more traffic, more interaction, etc. And so you have to, you know, and a lot of times we don't want to deal with that. We want to just start selling, selling, selling. We want to just sell and and until there's no more, you know, stuff to sell. We just want to sell, sell, sell. However, you have to figure out who your ideal client is for. You have to narrow down that um, that audience and really get specific and really start to um, to meet their needs before you're going to start seeing um, improvements in your business. And that's just, you know, the nature of the beast. So who is your offer for? And, you know, the other thing is, you know, and, and this is something that I had to, to come to as well, and that is how do you sell a product or service when you don't have any idea who you're selling your product or service to? So if you don't know who you're selling to, and, and it's not possible to sell to everyone. So you have to, you know, narrow down your niche, narrow down your focus, determine the person who would be the best fit for your product or service. So that's where the who comes in. Then next we have what. So what is your offer? What will your ideal client get when they click the buy now button? What are all the things that they're going to get? What are you going to include in your offer? Next, we have the problem. You know, what does your uh, product or service, what problem does your product or service help solve? So how does your offer or your product or your service help your ideal clients? And you really need to do a good job too of, you know, laying out, you know, how does this prob this product help me with my problem? You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a life-changing product uh, problem. It could just be something as simple as, you know, I need a gift for my uh, cousin's wedding or, you know, Christmas is coming up. I need a gift for everyone on my list. It could be that I am staying up at night because my finances are an absolute wreck. You know, it could be something as like, now that's, to me, that's life-changing. But, you know, there are simple problems that you can help your ideal clients with. And then there are more uh, pressing problems that you can help your ideal clients with. And it's up to you as a marketer to understand your ideal client, what they're going through, um, and how your products and services can help them uh, live their best lives. You know, everyone wants to live their best life. No one wants to struggle. No one wants to have hardship. So how does your product help them live their best life and really get, you know, everything that life has to offer? So once you figure out what the problem is, believe it or not, your job as a marketer is to agitate that problem, right? So you have to, you, you say that the problem is X, Y, Z, what happens if that person doesn't take action? What happens if that person, you know, that ideal client of yours doesn't take action if they don't use your solution, if they don't use your product or your service? What can happen to them, you know, in the long run? 
How will they be inconvenienced? How much more money will they have to spend? Um, you know, how much time uh, will they, you know, have to invest because they didn't take action today? You know, a lot of times if we procrastinate, things don't get better, they get worse. And so as a marketer, you have to agitate that problem. And I, you know, in, in these um, different steps, you know, in the ebook, I give you some things that you can think about um, in terms of how you can agitate the problem. You don't agitate the problem by, you know, doom, with doom and gloom. However, you agitate the problem by just simply letting your ideal client know um, what will happen if they don't take action. You know, how will their lives not be better if they don't have your solution. So your job as a marketer, as an entrepreneur, is to help them to understand all of that, to bring all of that together. Now the next thing, the next step is handling objections. You know, because when someone looks at your offer, especially if you have a high ticket offer, um, they're gonna be wondering, you know, well, I don't have that much money or I don't think I can, you know, raise that kind of money or, you know, they're going to be thinking about a million things that, you know, the average person thinks in terms of what they can't do. But there are some people that, you know, they may have the budget and they may go right ahead. But some of your, you know, your ideal clients, people who are a perfect fit for your product or service may have reservations. And so it's up to you as a marketer to handle those objections. And if you do it in the right way, you know, if you handle those objections in the right way, um, before someone ever clicks on your offer, they're gonna know what to expect. So if you have a, a um, $10,000 um, offer that you're making to someone, they're gonna know, you know, I have to come up with $10,000 in order to get this, or, I might um, offer a payment plan that will help them, you know, maybe make it a little more digestible. But, you know, the bottom line to it all is in, in the grand scheme of things, you're gonna need at least a, a $10,000 um, payment in order to get my offer. But I'm gonna have so much value in that offer that it's gonna be irresistible to you. So, you know, and, and if you have a, um, if you've really thought about who your ideal client is and you have a $10,000 offer, then you have to also, you know, revisit maybe if someone can't afford your offer, maybe they're not your ideal client. Maybe you need to, to think about, you know, maybe your ideal client needs to have a higher income um, bracket. Maybe you can't sell your product or service to someone who is not in a certain income bracket. Not that you're trying to discriminate against anyone or you know, eliminate anyone, but if you have that kind of high ticket item, everyone is not gonna be able to afford that. Even people who otherwise might be able to you know, be a good fit, um, you may have to figure out, do you want them to be able to buy or do you want to create some kind of workaround uh, for that ideal client? But you have to handle objections in the right way. If you avoid objections, 
if you act like they don't exist, then a lot of times you can waste your time trying to work with someone who is not going to um, pan out because of whatever objection you're trying to avoid. So to me, handling objections is something that I try to do in my marketing so that when someone lands on my offer, you know, when they land on my landing page or on my blog post or on my ad, I've already cleared all of that out of the way and they are good to go. They are ready to uh, click the buy now button. And then last but not uh, least, we have uh, features and benefits. So then, you know, in your descriptions, when you're describing your uh, product or your service or your offer, you want to use things like features and benefits to help your ideal clients imagine themselves with your offer. So this is my life uh, with the offer. You know, I'm imagining myself with that $10,000 product. And I know, you know, because you've laid your offer out so well, you, um, the, the ideal client knows what they're going to get. They know what value they're going to get when they take advantage of your offer. They're going to see themselves, visualize themselves, you know, with your product or your service or your solution. And so that's what you want. You want to create a, a visualization for your ideal client of what their lives would be like with your offer, with your product, with your service. So this is really the formula. It's who, what, problem, agitate, objections, and description. And when you start writing your blog post in that way, when you start creating ads that, you know, go through, you know, those six areas, you're going to see a big difference in uh, the amount of traffic and um, the interaction that you get from the right people, your ideal clients. So let's just go through um, some of the other things that I think is important for you to think about. Now, some of us are going to be um, using our affiliate offers. So I would say that even though you're using an affiliate offer, you know, you can still craft an affiliate offer, even though your merchant is going to give you a lot of um, information about your products and services. But the thing that you want to do is you still want to go through that exercise, those six steps. You want to go through those six steps with your affiliate offers. You also want to go through your merchant agreement, the terms of your agreement with your affiliate uh, offers to make sure that you are not violating any of their terms. Make sure that, you know, the keywords that you're using are not violating any of their terms. Make sure that the way that you're structuring your market is um, marketing rather is not violating any of their terms. And the, the great thing about affiliate offers is you can, um, you know, become an affiliate. And even if you don't have a product of your own, you can start promoting affiliate offers um, using those six steps. You can actually craft an offer, make it look, um, you know, more professional by using those six steps. And the great thing about your affiliate offers too is that a lot of times when you're an affiliate, you are an affiliate of a 
maybe more well-known brand. And if you are, then that is going to get you more name recognition for your offer. For example, if you're a Macy's um, affiliate. Now, this is the, this is, let me just point this out as well. So when you have a blog or a platform that you can use to promote products and services, you can become an affiliate. And so when you're an affiliate, that means that you are promoting other people's offers. And so what happens is when you promote other people's offers, they set the terms and they will give you a percentage. They'll give you a flat fee. They will give you uh, recurring commissions. They will give you one-time commissions. There are a lot of different ways that affiliate offers are structured. But the bottom line is you can use these affiliate offers to uh, generate income until you have a product of your own that you can promote. Now, if you have a product of your own, you can use affiliate offers that are related to your product and that can just kind of sweeten the pot. So when you, um, when you offer your products or services, you can use affiliate offers as add-ons, you can use them as upsells, um, lots of different things that you can do with these affiliate offers to um, earn even more money. Now, when you have offers that you create, products that you've created give you a lot more freedom in terms of uh, your pricing, any discounts that you want to provide, and availability. So there are a lot of different things, and I kind of give you some um, ideas for ways that you can promote your own products and services. When you have an affiliate offer, you really kind of have to follow the rules that the merchant sets for you. But when you have products that you've created, you have a lot more flexibility. So you can take a look at our um, at the uh, free download, and that will give you all of the information about you know how you can use your products that you've created and the products that you promote for other uh, people or other companies. Now, when it comes to benefits and features, I also take you through that because that's an important thing to, um, to consider when you're crafting your offers. You know, benefits versus features. And there is a big difference between a benefit and a feature. So a benefit would be, you know, what's in it for me, the emotional triggers. Um, features are more like bells and whistles. And so I, I kind of go through all of that in the download as well. So, you know, you have to really um, think about all the things that go into your offers and spend more time, you know, crafting offers that will get um, the attention and stop the scroll for your ideal clients. So I hope I've given you some information today that will help you craft the perfect offers, offers that attract your ideal clients. And I'm going to go ahead and sign off for this week. Um, definitely head over to my blog, get your free download, your um, ebook or your guide. I guess they don't call them ebooks anymore, um, but get your free guide that walks you through all the things that you need to know um, all the details that we didn't get to cover in today's episode. And I will see you next week. Make this week productive and I will see you next week. Have a good one. Bye-bye.
Hello, and thank you so much for joining me today for the Inner Word Minute. Now, I'm going to do a quick recap because it's so important for you to have this information so that you can craft the perfect offers during the holiday season and really all year long. What you do during this last quarter of the year will set the tone for the upcoming year. So let's go through the changeover formula that you're going to use when you are uh, crafting your offers. So first, um, you want to say or you want to state who is your offer for. And then next, number two, what is your offer? Clearly state what your offer is and what your ideal client or your ideal customer is going to get when they click the buy now button. Number three, What problem does your offer help to solve for your ideal client? How will your um, product or your service help them solve whatever the problem is? Next, you want to agitate the problem. And what that means is you want to make it crystal clear to your ideal clients and your ideal customers uh, what they're going to miss if they don't have your product or service. You know, how is their life going to be inconvenienced? What um, bigger problems are they going to have further down the road? How much time are they going to waste if they don't have your ideal solution? So you want to agitate the problem, make it clear to them what they're going to be missing or how their lives might be further impacted if they don't pay attention to the problem. And then you also want to handle objections and you want to use features and benefits when you're describing your ideal, um, I'm sorry, your uh, product or service. So this is the thing. There are some other things that we didn't get to cover today that I am going to cover in my um, show notes. I'm also going to have these items in the free download um, and it's titled Offers That Attract. And so this is really going to detail the formula that we talked about in today's episode. So I hope that you will get that. You're also going to get another offer at the end of the um, of the free guide. And that offer is also going to help you get more information on client attraction. So, you know, the secrets of client attraction are very important when you're trying to get your business off the ground. So I invite you to learn more about client attraction. You'll get all of that information in your free guide. So thanks again for, you know, hanging out with us today. And um, I will um, talk to you next week. Make it a productive week. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.